Zora Boone was asleep when she got the call. She had been suffering from a nasty cold for the last three days and finally decided to call in sick that Friday morning to hopefully give her body time to recuperate so she can enjoy the weekend with her husband and daughter. I understand, she said, sniffing into the telephone. Her nose stopped up and tears started to blind her deep green eyes. She just seemed so healthy, so full of life, last time I saw her. Sarah realized guiltily that it had been almost a year ago. She'd been too busy with her family and job in Arkansas to visit the woman who had taken her in when both her parents had died in a car crash. The woman who had nurtured and raised her from just before the age of six. I'm sorry for your loss, ma'am. The deep voice that identified itself as belonging to Hancock County Sheriff Lyle Brady said for the third time in as many minutes. Lucille Brennan, her 75-year-old grandmother, had apparently died in her sleep. One of her neighbors found her when she missed a breakfast date and immediately called 911, but the paramedics had been unable to revive her. She was pronounced dead at 8.15 this morning. Thank you, Sheriff, she heard herself say, almost by rote. I'll catch a flight out as soon as I can and hopefully be there tonight or tomorrow morning. The body, your grandmother's body, I mean, will be held at Wiseman's Funeral Home on Locust Street in Carthage. If you can tell me where you'll be staying, I can give you directions. I grew up in Carthage. I know where it is. She knew exactly where it was. The Wiseman's had handled her parents' funeral when she was just a little girl, and the big funeral home, two stories worth, was just down the street from where her grandmother lived. At least, she wouldn't have far to travel. Well, Miss Boone, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to give me a call. He rattled off a number that Zara dutifully copied down onto the back of an envelope. And again, I'm so sorry for your loss. Have a nice day, she said, folding the envelope and tucking it into her purse. She hung up, staring at the telephone. Have a nice day? Had she really just said that? She shook her head. He had called to tell her that her grandmother had died. So why the hell should she care what kind of day he had? Zara's grandmother had drilled into her the need to be polite even in the face of tragedy, and she supposed such niceties would always stick with her, like so many of the woman's lessons and her stories. Oh, the stories she told. Stories about her life growing up in Ireland, about coming to America with her family when she was just 13. Tales about her two husbands, but mostly stories about a fantasy land she called Maryland. She hadn't thought about the stories in years. Maryland, her grandmother had said, wasn't always merry. But even when troubles came to the fantastical place, everything always turned out happy in the end. The stories began the night of Zachary and Sarah Boone's death. Grandma Lucy held her all night, doing her best to comfort her crying, weaving tall tales about majestic knights and great wizards in this wonderful, terrible, beautiful land called Maryland. Grandma Lucy had promised her that one day, when she was older and stronger and ready to go on an adventure, she would show her the secret path to Maryland, and they would go together, but of course, that day never came. By the time she was 12 or 13, she had grown tired of the tales, 
and eventually her grandmother had stopped sharing them. It had been years since they spoke of Maryland, and she had no idea why she was even thinking about it now. It was part of her past, she supposed, part of the rich tapestry of memories she shared with Grandma Lucy and would never really go away. She'd give anything to sit on her grandmother's lap one last time and lose herself in those wonderful stories of magic and bravery. Sarah tied her long brown hair into a ponytail and then, with no small effort, pushed herself up from the couch. Her stomach was grumbling, and she had the start of a headache tickling the edges of her forehead. She desperately needed breakfast, hopefully something that would help clear her sinuses. She moved from the living room couch where she'd been napping toward the kitchen. This weekend was supposed to be special.